We're learning Hilchah Shabbos, Simon Reishman, Dalit. So, in the last year, we were discussing the idea that even when a person hires a non-Jew or any Yehudi to do Malacha for him on Shabbos, in a way which is mutter, which we refer to as kablonis, which means that you're giving him a fee for a job. You're not paying him to work for you any specific day. So we mentioned that there's a couple, tonight and there's a couple stipulations that you have to make. Number one is we don't want you instructing him to do the work on Shabbos or setting up the situation in such a way that it's going to have to be done on Shabbos. We mentioned in the previous year, person dropping off a car by a mechanic, for example, dropping it off on Friday afternoon and telling him, I'll pick it up right after Shabbos, or possibly, it seems in the Shabbat later on, even saying, I'll pick it up Monday morning, early Monday morning, when you know he's closed on Sunday. So that's a problem, because that's basically telling him to do it on Shabbos. Now, even though you didn't tell him to do it on Shabbos, then he could technically come in on Sunday when his, clock, when his shop is normally closed and do the work for you, but you know that's not going to happen. And, and so that would be a problem. Now, we also mentioned that there's another idea. And that is, even if he has plenty of time to do the job, for example, but if it's, if it's going to be, the malach is going to be done on something which is, there's two ways of saying it. One way of saying it is mechuber, attached to the ground, like a house or a field or something like that. But the main point we saw really, as Mr. Gu explains, is something which everyone knows that it belongs to a Yid. So that's problematic. And in our car example, even if, let's say, I dropped off the car on Thursday, but I happen to know that he's not going to work on it till Shabbos, and it's the middle of a Yiddish neighborhood, and everyone knows my car, you know, it's the car with the door that's a different color, whatever it is, and so that, that also could be a problem, assuming that he does the work in a way where people see the cars when he's working on it. So that's a different issue. The question was with mail. So we're going to get to that later on. Um, there's a very specific discussion about that later on. We'll get to that in the Right now we're in the middle of Sif Aleph in the Ramah, and then we'll continue with the Mechaber. So the Ramah says, V'afilu indar yehudim, even if a person lives between non-Jews, in other words, he doesn't live among other Jews, and therefore, the issue of Marazayin, of people looking and saying that, that the malacha that's going on over here, the person's building his house, is the person was hired to do it, in which case it would create that Marazayin. It's not an issue. There aren't Yidin around, really. He's only living in a Gaisha neighborhood. So he still has the word that maybe guests will come, say by him, or his own family, who's going to be chayshin. <clears throat> now, v'im haisu malacha chutz v'tchum, the mechaber continues, that even if we have the malacha happening outside the tchum, that means it's outside the permissible area for someone to walk through on Shabbos, from, from his city, v'gam ein ir acheres b'saych tchumai shalmakam shalaisim b'ay malacha muter. But if it's happening outside the tchum, and there's no other city within the tchum of where the malachah is happening, and it's okay. For any Yehudi, we're going to discuss later on the case of, 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 of the non-Jew taking the sheep of the Israel into his own 
his own kennel, his own herd and fence, fenced in area. So just to clarify, we just say it was as follows, that when we talked about that malacha, which is done on either a house, a field, something which is attached to the ground, and therefore the main point being, again, something that everyone recognizes belongs to a yid. So we talk about that it's an isser if it's within the tchum. Someone's going to come and see it. Even if he lives in a place where there's no other yidin around, we have to be concerned about guests or people in his house. <clears throat> now, if he, if, if he... Now, even if he doesn't live there, that's if he's living there. At least if he doesn't live there, but if it's within the tchum of a different city, right? there's work being done on a site. He doesn't live there. He has owns a, a property somewhere else. And there's, there's, there's workmen coming in and working on the site. But there's another area, there's another Yiddish area within the Tchum Shabbos, so then he has to be concerned also that people are going to come and see it. They might see it on Shabbos, they might see the work taking place, and he has to tell the, the, the any Yehudi not to do the Malach on Shabbos. So let's see the Mishnabur inside. The Mishnabur is Sifkat Nir Alas, going on the Ramah, in Dar, what's the Leimar? See, this person is living outside the Tchum. The guy ain't ira cheres b'seich Tchum. And there's no other city is also close within that Tchum. After the Lachi also, it's still problematic for, to allow the guy to do the Malacha. Because we're worried that maybe guests will come, and guests will be by him, and they'll be chayshed him. Now, when we talk about, in the words of the Mechaber, that if the Malach is outside the Tchum, that it's not a problem, that the work is there, he doesn't live there. So in other words, if he doesn't live there, if he lives there, so it's the issue no matter what. Why? Because he's living there. His family's there with him. He might have guests with him. But if he's not living there, so then, if there's no one else within range, so then, it's not a problem, as far as the issue of Marazayin, of course, again, if he's paying the, the person to do Malacha today on Shabbos, then it's a problem no matter what. We're discussing now only the issue of Marazayin, where really, he hired them, it's a kablon, he said, get the job done, take it, you know, <clears throat> you have time to do it, you don't have to do the work on Shabbos, and, and the guy decides that for his own benefit, he'd rather do the work on Shabbos. That's only a problem of Marazayin, and if there's no one within range to see it on Shabbos, so then it's not going to be a problem. There's any Yidin living over there near the Tchum, it's also, and again, the Yitzavah and Yehudi, Kaidim Shabbos, Liyasa Shabbos, you shouldn't do anything on Shabbos. So it's Mutter, there's no Marazayim. And the any Yehudi says, Mishnah refer the Kitarach to the Dekotarach, the any Yehudi is his own choice to do the Malach on Shabbos. Now, the, the Mishnah is going to bring down two very interesting cases that the Achreinim discussed. The Hine Mitaikh is Bayer Bazas Asif Mukach to also Liskar any Yehudi be Kablonis. You're not allowed to hire a guy with Kablonis. It means you're not paying him by day, you're paying him by job. Lifnois Zivloi Michatsevu Oisel by Bashabas. Take out the garbage. Garbage man. That the guy comes by on Shabbos and takes out the garbage. Du Mesakan Achatsev Bazevu Mechlau Malachis Mechuber. The point being that we're going to consider it like work which is being done on a house or on a field or on a yard, which is being done in the yard, it's cleaning my yard. So we said, Malachas Nechubar is sir, because of Marazayin, even if I'm not hiring him to do the job on Shabbos, it's his choice to do it on Shabbos, 
So we said, Marzayin is an issue if you're dealing with the Malacha done in my house. So here you have a situation where the garbage is not in my backyard. It's in the street. So why would that be okay? What about the issue of Marzayin? So here the Bishnabur himself writes, that he brings out from Magan Avram, that we have a rule, that when we come to, when it comes to a situation of Marzayin type of idea, shad, so we say if there's a rabbin, if there's a tzibur who's doing it together, so we're not chesh the tzibur for doing something wrong. So since the whole issue is a Marzayin issue, and since this is not a personal thing, everyone on the block is getting the garbage picked up, right? The garbage truck is going up and down the block. So then that's what's brought down as not being an issue. The truth is, in our situation, it's, it's, it's really, really different because we're not even hiring the, the, the garbage men to do it. It's not us that's hiring it. It's, we're paying taxes, but the, it's understood that it's the city that tells the garbage men when to do it, so it's bechlau, not considered to be an issue, even if your garbage pickup is on Shabbos. Yes? Question. What, if you were, what if you're a manager for a company and you have workers under you, and you have them come in on... Okay, the question was asked, what to do with workers when you're part of a company? So we're going to get, I don't think I got your question 100% straight, but we'll get to later on, we'll get to the discussion of when you have a, a shutfist, a joint ownership of a company, which is a Jew and a non-Jew together, how to deal with that issue specifically. So it's, if we don't get to it then, you'll ask the question again, Okay. Um, just to mention very briefly, the other thing we've discussed over here is building a shul on Shabbos. In other words, you have to rebuild the shul, and you have workers coming in on Shabbos. So what about that? Can that be done? So the Mishnabur brings down a very interesting point. He says, again, you're talking about, about Kablanus, right? The problem is Marazayin. Okay, it's a Rabbim. Rabbim is no Kshad. He says, but the fact is, keep his manenu, she'ena umay shebeinenu, shechenenu, the nations who are our neighbors, they don't let anyone do malacha openly on their holiday. It used to be like that. It used to be laws. They couldn't do work openly on Sunday. So he says, the terrible chil Hashem, if we're going to let it happen. Um, this is a very big discussion, especially when it's a shas of chak, if, if, if they should let such a thing happen. I just want to end off with an incredible story. It happened in about the year 1800, reading through Abdul Ribiyat Sefer. There's a fire broke out in, in the city of I'm pronouncing it properly, Merkash Friedland. Rukivega was the rub in the city, and a tremendous amount of houses were destroyed. And they had to be rebuilt. Rukivega, he issued a, a, a proclamation. He says that everyone who's building houses should make sure to make a contract that the Malachah should not be done on Shabbos and Yontas. So everyone listened to Rukivega and said so, except for the president of the Kehillah and the wealthiest member. And he wanted his new house built, and he hired workers to do the job nonstop, Shabbos and Yontas, and everyone tried to stop, and nothing worked. And Kivega announced publicly that whoever has his house built on Shabbos, it won't stand for long. But things kept going. <clears throat> his house was completed. The first one completed. It was a beautiful big house. And people were amazed at the chutzpah. A little while afterwards, one of the beams collapsed, and they discovered that the entire frame of the house was infected with, uh, infested with, with decay, and they had to destroy the whole house to rebuild it again. <clears throat> an issue of the, of the Isser, of this happening, and of course of the Marzayin and the Chil Hashem. Okay, good night.
מגוון שיעורי כל הלשון נמסרים על ידי מגדי שיעורים ורבנים, המשקיעים מזמנם וכוחם ללמד לרבים. אם ברצונכם וביכולתכם לסייע ולתמוך במגדי השיעורים ובמוסדות התורה שבאחריותם, תוכלו ליצור קשר ישיר עם הרבנים. לקבלת פרטי מגדי השיעורים ניתן לפנות למשרדי כל הלשון בטלפון 02-581-6622 או בכתובת דואר אלקטרוני L. שטרודל, K-O-L-H-L.com